Welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Where no topic is off limits. Hey, welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. How y'all doing? Good. Good. We're good. We're good. Look, we just were starting the topic on dissecting the Lord's Prayer. And we talked about how holy the Lord is. The Lord... The Lord tells us to go into our prayer, private time of prayer. We talked about how we should enter that place with repentance mm-hmm. so that there's no sin that's going to separate us between God, uh, with us and God. And how he just wants that time of reverence, that we're just going to say, here I am, mm-hmm. you know. And, and like that childlike faith, like you talked about, Ashton, is just climbing into his lap and just saying, I don't have all of these petitions, yeah. like you said, yeah. Kendall, um, and request. I just want to spend time with you. Right. And understand prayer is a conversation. Mm-hmm. If we could just, here's what I think we, we do, is that we think that it has to be so structured mm. that we lose the personal effect of it. Right, right. Okay is is just saying forget all the these thous and those and <laughs> let's just i just want to talk to you daddy mm-hmm. can i just come to you and love on you and you love me back and and i know that that i want to just be perfectly in your will cuz that's really what it says when we get down here into these points that we're talking about is i, I see how holy you are and so my prayer is that your kingdom come and that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so I just want to position myself with you to be that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not when we all get there, because we've sung about that a thousand times in the hymn book. If you, if you, if you ever had the little maroon hymnals in our little white church that we had, uh, we had those uh, maroon little baby hymnals that were just wore out and, and <laughs> little gold, you know, we've had them probably 50 years. And so in there we would sing this song, When We All Get to Heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. But here's what Jesus says. Jesus says, I'm not wanting you to wait until you get there. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting to bring that to you right now. Mm-hmm. Because, see, if it did, if that isn't what he meant, then why bring the Holy Spirit after you left? There's no yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. There'd be no reason for that. Um, he could have just stayed forever on the earth. Or just gone and said, hey, you have something to hope for. Like, That's what I'm saying. Hey, I'm out. Peace out. At the ascension. <laughs> you know? See y'all when you get here. Oh, see Good ya. luck. <laughs> you know, he could have, it could have been that simple, but he didn't. He said, I'm leaving you with this. Understand everything he did when he was training the disciples is to say, this is my example to you. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to teach you. This is how I need you to move forward in this. And so a big part of that was prayer. And he said, just go go away. Don't don't make yourself so holy in the sight of other people because you got to do these big lofty prayers. Stop that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they do in, in the temple so that they can hear themselves. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about that. He wants to hear you. And, you know, a lot of times when I'm in my prayer time with God, it's internal. Right? What I find is that 
God does not desire to hear our voice out loud all the time. Mm. Set aside time. Now, we've had this conversation, um, the girls and I, when we were talking about how do you, you know, I, I like to get up early in the morning and have my time of prayer. And that's because I've got little babies in my house, grandbabies. And so if I don't set aside that time, then there's no like quiet time to be with the Lord, like one-on-one quiet. Right. But that's not because I'm legalistic and God requires it and I have to get up early because the Bible says get up early. And it's not that it it is saying this time works best for me. For Kendall, I think that she likes late at night when the when the day is done and the babies are in bed, the husband's taken care of, everything's done in the house. Then you 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 because you, I'll get texts from you like at 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. One in the morning. <laughs> but she, but I think, right? And so that works for you. That's your time. That's your quiet time for him. And then Ashton, what? when's the best time for you? So I have like a routine. And I'm not saying your prayer with the Lord needs to be routine. He knows that that's my personality and that's just what works. But getting up in the morning, spending my time with him, and then immediately getting in the shower. And sometimes I'll play worship music and sometimes I won't. But I just ask the Lord, like, let what I just spent that moment in time with you, let it just resonate in my heart. Let it just marinate and you begin to reveal things to Mm -hmm. me that maybe I can't, I won't get if I'm just sitting reading because sometimes that's hard for me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just making it personal because then to me the, the, what has worked for me is I got personal with him and then the other things the understanding his judgment understanding you know his righteousness and all that it came because I got that relationship and I got to know him mm. and he he already knows me but it was I got to know the Lord and so then the rest of it it wasn't scary when people talk about judgment because I know he judges me but but I go to that place with him of, Father, I'm sorry for the things I, I've done knowing and unknowing. Because let's be real, sometimes you sin and you're like, hmm, I don't even. It's a thought, it's a whatever. But I come to that place with him and then it's like the rest of it, it doesn't scare me anymore because I know our relationship. And you know, so. That's I think just that's what. so important. That the, the word relationship is really where I see what the Lord is doing in our life. Mm-hmm. And so what we talked about before is I said, they were like, well, do we need to get up early? Do we need to go? Do we stay up late? Do we, what do we, look, he doesn't desire us. It doesn't make us more holy if we get up and say, I'm going to, two hours, I'm going to be with the Lord this morning. That's great if you have that time and you're able to do that and that's your personal conviction that you want to do. But what about we, if we just had a personal relationship to where not only do I, do I set aside that time for him that, that works for me, but that I am in conversation and in prayer with him all day long. Right. There's where he's taking us. It's different when you say, well, I spent time with the Lord this morning to say, I woke up and I said, good morning, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Thank you for waking me up today. Let's go in and have some time of prayer. Let's go in and just converse with one another. Yeah. Let's just commune with one another. Let's get into the word because the word is is the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. We know that the word Jesus is the word, right? So we need the word. Sometimes you can read, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can just listen. Sometimes you just want to be in worship. But all day long we begin to 
interject him into the day, right. not into a set-aside time. Can we discipline ourselves enough for that? I think it's the, the, the constant yielding. It is. It's not like, yes, we can be structured. And I don't, I don't, there can just be a fine line of, of legalistic in that. And I think, again, we, we talked about it just a little bit ago. It's all about your heart and like the purity in your heart to know, like, I'm doing this because I love this time with you, Lord, or I'm doing this because, well, this is what Diana Nash does, so I guess I'm here. <laughs> you know, and it's like, here I am, Lord. I'm tired. I fall asleep at the time. But, like, that instance the other day where it was one fifteen in the morning and I text y'all, you know, like, that I received something. I didn't I didn't intend for that. I didn't plan, go, we're going we're to get together at 1 o'clock this morning. Like, I honestly was broken down, like, just kind of beat up you know, beat myself up about some stuff. And, and he met me there Mm. and I yielded my heart to say, I could have said, I don't want to talk to you right now. Or you can yield your heart and say, I know you're here Mm. and I hear you. I love that. And then just let it out. Right. (laughs) Just cry it out. That's fine. Um, You ever do that? Y'all know I'm a crier. Come on now. I cry every time I get in my moment with the Lord. So Ashley, you are the Jeremiah of our generation. <laughs> it's not I a can't, bad thing. I can't help it when I'm in his presence. I feel like I'm fine day to day, but when I'm in his presence, even when you were talking earlier about him coming and, and just being so holy and and living the life that we live, but that he sacrifices all my eyes were water. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. get it together, girl. <laughs> but, is there a, is there a, like a sneezing prophet? <laughs> I kid oh. you not, y'all. The last like I don't even know, a couple of weeks for sure. Like every time I like start feeling the Holy Spirit, just like that tangibleness of his presence just hit me. I'm like, achoo, achoo, achoo. We need to talk to Dr. Brown about that. <laughs> for real. Let's say hey, Holy Spirit it's... has a scent. Maybe you just ruffles up your nose a little bit. Or maybe I'm just being delivered every time. Just I don't know. Right. Maybe she's taking it out. You gotta get that out. That's okay. <laughs> I'll take that too. That's all right. <laughs> No, but I think that where he's taking us is, it's it's all the time. Mm-hmm. Make me a part of your day. Yep. Not just to, not just set aside a time for me, but the kingdom is in us. Mm-hmm. He is the kingdom. Your kingdom come. All of who you are, God, I want here on earth, and I want you in me, operating in me 24-7. Not flipping a switch on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not flipping a switch on Wednesday night. Right. Or whenever that you want to have your holy time. Right? You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. He wants wants 24-7 time with me. All right. We're going to get more into that when we come back. We got a short commercial. We'll be right back, y'all. Hey, y'all. If you've been blessed by SDU and you feel led to give to this ministry, here are some ways you can do that. You can text GIVE to 833-576-576. 1168. You can also go to our website at m3mi.org to the tab Sow a Seed. You can also send a check or money order by mail to P.O. Box 1318, Forney, Texas 75126. And all gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for your seed. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the seed. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank you so much. And we did receive our first seed this yes. week. Thank yes. you. Thank you for those who are giving and and uh, we do so appreciate that. And we do pray that prayer multiplication back over you guys. Yes. Um, that God would just bless you big over that. So um, 
we're sitting here talking about dissecting the Lord's Prayer, and a fly comes just swarming in here. Uh, we are in Texas, and so flies are horrendous. Listen, they horrendous right mm-hmm. now. You know, and so it's like, what is going on with the flies? Like, see? Just the us. Lord of the fly, you know what I'm saying? So, the, so anyway, so we, we were talking about the Lord's Prayer, and, you know, this is going to go probably three or four more podcasts. Um, but God is holy. We reverence Him. But then we're positioning ourselves to operate in His kingdom. And in when we say, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, it's saying, let me lay aside myself. Mm-hmm. Let me surrender completely to you. And you just come and inhabit where we are. Well, can I say something on that? Please. And I feel like some people may kind of, let me say my whole thing before you get all like, ooh, did she just say that? <laughs> or you go step on our toes? <laughs> but, but when we get to that place of, I'm, I'm just still stuck on like, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And, and Kendall said our, our books are already written in heaven. And so as smart as we all think we are, and, and you could be the smartest person in the world listening to this podcast, but your earthly mind cannot comprehend mm. heaven because it is too great. It mm-hmm. is it is too far. So when we come, Lord, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, the desires that we begin to pray and see for ourselves is far greater than I had ever and, and my own fleshly desires could ever comprehend it is because he wants far greater for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you say, Lord, I lay down my desires. I ask that your kingdom come, your will be done into my life. Let my desires be because I'm, I'm allowing your kingdom to come into fruition in my life. Mm-hmm. Lord, that, that these desires begin to be so great. I've, I've never seen myself being in ministry like this and seeing the property or I don't even see myself being a homeowner and now, well, I'm not one yet, but now I'm going into owning my own business. And that was far greater than I had ever seen for myself, but it came from, Lord, I'm laying down my desires. I'm laying down my comfortability in this world for your kingdom to come and your will be done in my life. And he's not a cheap God. Like he's not somebody, like he, he owns all the cattle yeah. on all the hills. He owns all of the riches. Like it's, it's all his. And so I think uh, maybe, maybe so, more so me, but I think a lot of times we have the mindset of if I have to lay it down and sacrifice it, then great. I'm going to have to ride a bicycle and throw newspapers. Right. Cause like, you <laughs> right. know, like it's just, that's just where our, our, Carnal minds go like we think that because we can't see him and we don't we don't really understand what he possesses that when we lay something down oh we're done you know I'm tapped out Mm -hmm. done and it's like no like the second I lay it down you do far more than I ever even thought for myself like Mm -hmm. you you do so much more than I could have physically done that if I give you my ten percent and we can get into that if I give you ten percent Lord then you can do so much more than that with that than I could do with the full hundred percent like there's things that that spiritually um, could not manifest in the physical had I not laid it down and given it to you first and said your will be done. And the enemy wants you to think your sacrifice is that that's it. It ends with your sacrifice that nothing greater comes. Yeah. And it's like, no, so I sacrificed fun. my earthly desire because I'm getting heavenly desires. Now I'm getting kingdom mm. desires. And, and I think Kendall had said before when we were looking for land and everything and she was like, Oh, that's a big number. And she said, no, 
the Lord doesn't see numbers because it is all his. And I was like, yeah, you say that, girl. Say it again. We don't see the numbers. I'm saying it again. Turn up to get my belief up. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. That was really in my spirit of in your sacrifice, his desires for you become our desires. And then far greater happens and you're like, okay. But can you imagine if I, I didn't lay down that desire I wanted so bad? You know what I mean? So I was just. But that's the point of the prayer. Mm -hmm. The prayer is Jesus is saying, this is how I want you to pray. Because if you'll go into this time of prayer, if you'll set aside this time to say, God, you're holy, I'm surrendering all of who I am to you. What we find, though, is that we're not surrendering at all. We Mm. give him this little bitty bit and say, you can have this part. It's comfortable. But man, you can't have this part. Because that might hurt. Right? But what we see, God has called us out of, you know, the people that don't know the background of it. We were all living comfortable, ghetto fabulous, uh, (laughs) working for the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know, doing what we were doing at at our old church. And they were so supportive. You know, they all, you know, we all had positions there. and, And it was just easy. And it was comfortable. And then God comes and says out of the blue, uh, Diana, this 40-year vision I gave you many years ago, 40 years ago, it's time for it to come into fruition. And I've got land, and I've got a building for you, and I want this to happen for you. And it's multifaceted, and it's not just a church, but it's all these other things, and it's time for you to step into it. And I'm like, Lord, what? Because I was comfortable there, even if I didn't ever see the vision happen. You know, because in my mindset at 54, which I'm, I own it, you want to do a vision and create a vision now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the disability on top of that, which we haven't talked about, you know, my testimony. We haven't shared our testimonies yet. We're each going to share our testimony. So in my mindset, that's already passed. That time for that vision to come into to fruition has already passed. And I'm just comfortable where I was. And then he says, no, it's time to move into that. And I'm like, what? And so then that's how he brought us together in this. And I'm like, but whatever your will is, whatever it is, whatever I have to leave that I'm comfortable with, even though it hurt for us to have to, to, to leave our family and friends there, it it is what his will was. Yeah. And I can't come to you and say with my true heart of repentance, you're so holy. You know all the plans and purposes for my life. I know that you have a good plan for me, but I'm comfortable right here. And he says, but it's time for you to go. Mm-hmm. Will I surrender that? Will I surrender my, my comfort and come out of my comfort zone? To step into what God has called me to do. And as hard as it was, we each one, God placed the vision in in each one of you girls and shared the vision with what God has shown me. And that's a whole nother miraculous story that happens. But anyway, we step out and it's the unknown. And is it scary? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It's absolutely scary, but it is part of what we are praying. Yeah. 
we can't pray your kingdom come that will be done if we're never going to step out of what's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because there's always discomfort in surrender. And if there isn't, then you have a problem. Well, and you have to think, we're sitting here in our flesh, in our carnality, praying for higher things from another realm to come into fruition. Mm. Of course it's uncomfortable. It has to be. I mean, and if it is comfortable, then I would challenge you, are you really doing what the Lord's asked you to do? Because there will be seasons where you're like, oh, this is good. But I don't think we sit in those seasons for very long. Mm. You can if you don't want anything else. If your prayer and desire is to not to receive all that the Lord has for you this side of heaven, then you can be comfortable. Um, but, it, it, yeah, we're just going to keep going into this. There's so <laughs> yeah, much. That's so good. So. There's just so much. There's mm-hmm. just so much. And so we're, gonna, we're going to have a part three, it looks like, at least. And so we run out of time so fast. Yeah. But God is good. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we're going to continue our dissect, dissection of... The Lord's Prayer in uh, the next podcast, but we always want to leave you with this thought. Go show some love. Show some compassion. Give mercy. And go be Jesus today. Hey, SDU family. Thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.